Uh, very good morning to all of you. It's Tyron Arthur here from Destroy and Deliver podcast. It's the 7th of the 7th, 2020. And I greet you in the name above every other name, the name of my beloved Savior, Jesus Christ, my Lord. This morning I come to you with a somberness and a soberness. And as I sit at my desk and I flip through the pages of Scripture, I'm dumbfounded and gobsmacked when I, when I look into the beauty of my beloved Savior. And I look at the comparison between His glory and my failure. And sometimes those, that contrast is brought to the forefront of our minds. We know that we have been saved. We know that the work of Christ is a complete work. We know that those who confess and believe in their hearts that God raised Jesus from the dead and confess Jesus as Lord with their mouths, we know that we belong to our great Father, the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. We know we belong to Him because of what Christ has achieved on our behalf. However, there is still many obstacles and hurdles we have to navigate through the, through the throes and the path of life. It's these things that so easily beget or beset. It's these things that look to rob us of our victory and our hope we have in Jesus. And this morning, I want to take us once again to my book, Destroy and Deliver, synopsis, my autobiography, and I want to just glean from that and see what it is and where I was and what God and where God has taken me and what he has saved me from and as I unpack these thoughts in my mind and as they roll off my tongue oh, I'm so grateful I'm so grateful for, to a God who is so patient and long-suffering I'm so grateful for a God who first loved me and when I think of God calling those whom he called before he even began with creation. He called those who would believe by name. That's a phenomenal thought. And yet he called, knowing the path we would take. Wow. Oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Oh, I thank the Lord Jesus, my Savior. That God, that He has achieved the will of God His Father. That He went to a cross and He died. And He was buried and on the third day He rose again. And He now sits at the right hand of God, my Father, His Father. And He intercedes for those who call upon Him. He intercedes for the saints, for the Christians. And this morning I'd like to read from Romans chapter 12 verse 9. And it says this. Let your love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cleave to what is good. Hypocrisy is a very interesting word and sometimes we, we, we hear words but we don't really comprehend them the way we should. So what I've done is I've actually looked into the word hypocrisy and found other words to describe what the hypocrisy means. It means insincerity or pretense, duplicity, two-facedness, falseness, 
and 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 the easiest possibly to comprehend would be to have double standards so let your love be without double standards to say we love the lord with all our hearts and yet our actions tell a different story it's quite a thing that and if i look at i flip through the pages of my life and i'm allowed to recap some of the events of that journey I'm gobsmacked and I say father how on earth have you allowed me still to fall to my knees and cry out to Jesus and then I'm reminded all of sin and fall short of the glory of God and then the magnitude of what Christ has achieved blows my mind thank you lord jesus for saving my soul we are then encouraged the rest of the verse reads like this a ball that which is evil cleaves to that which is good a ball means to hate or to love to hate or to love what that which is evil that what is evil evil is the epitome of darkness evil is sin that looks to rob us of the victory that we have in Christ and so our beloved brother Paul says to us above hate or loathe that which is evil and now cling to what that which is good this morning I cling to that which is not only good but magnificently good even Jesus Christ my lord the patience of god who can fathom it the love of god who can fathom it so we are presented with our with our journeys with our life we are given a lot of time but my the question i ask myself firstly and then i throw it out to all of you what have you learned what ha- are you learning and what have i learned and what am i learning well i've learned this i can really say i've learned that the goodness of god no who can who can fathom it who understands the patience and the glory and the long suffering and the wonderful wonderful nurturing abilities that god the father has for those who belong to him sure it's mind blowing actually but i want us to move across now to the to my book auto uh, destroying the liver synopsis and i want us just to glean from some of it I want to read from it there and then I want to uh, wrap it up. So let me just set the context. Uh, here I was, I'd had an accident. I was doing my own thing. I was in total rebellion uh, and yet I was still going to church. I was living with one foot in the church and another foot in the in the world. My life was full of hypocrisy. It was full of double standards. It was full of as we said um duplicity insincerity pretense two-facedness falseness and yet i was not willing to let go of what the lord jesus has done had done for me that was still very dear to me but i was trying to live both lies a lie simply put as hypocrisy i was lying in hospital with my leg dangling uh at a 45 degree angle with weights hanging off it my femur had been shattered uh the the spirit of god had begun once again to talk to me and say 
pay attention. I was now beginning to pay attention. And I now unpack that in my autobiography. So let's, let's pick it up from there. Repentance was again high on the agenda. Why it is that such drastic measures need to happen before we are jolted into action? I'll tell you why. Sin is the enemy of God and will always look for an opportunity to play out in our lives if we open that door. No one is immune to its power. The only way to defeat its pull is to constantly walk in the Spirit. And I quote Galatians 5 verse 16. But I say, walk in the Spirit, and listen to the beauty of this, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. So here we see, there's, it doesn't say you, you, would, you have every opportunity to not live a life of sinful behavior. It says if we walk in the Spirit, if we apply ourselves to the Spirit of God, if we apply ourselves to the Word of God, if we are sold out for our Savior, the Lord Jesus, if we walk without hypocrisy, if we are, 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 are on our knees constantly looking to our Heavenly Father to find grace to get, to get through whatever we need to get through, it says this, and you will not, fact, gratify the desires of the flesh. And yeah, after six weeks, I was discharged from hospital as the mending process had begun. I was, by the grace of God, able to take my place at meetings, staying away from places I had once frequented. This was it. I would now be obedient to God's call upon my life and get on with it. At least that was a thought at the time. Even now as I sit punching away at the keys, I'm awestruck of how much work over the following decades still needed to be played out. Wow. I'm not foolish enough to say that the plight has run its course. However, through it all, some wisdom is beginning to shape my decisions. Thank you for your fortitude, my Savior. It has not gone unnoticed. Question I'm going to leave us with. The lessons that the Lord Jesus has taught you. All the wonderful love that He's poured out into your life as a Christian. Has that gone unnoticed? Even now I'm praying for you. I'm praying for those who would find themselves in a place that I was, that I found myself once in. Just like the prodigal son who I'd wandered off and I found myself sitting in the mire of the pig's pen, eating the husks of life. Oh, Father God, thank you for Jesus. Thank you for your mercy and thank you for your forgiveness. It's only the goodness of God that leads a man to repentance. I would remind you this day that the reason for me penning words to this autobiography, my heart sincerely goes out to those who have lost their way. The book is there and it's written to actually touch lives and hopefully by the grace of God lead people to the foot of the cross, to the feet of Jesus for the first time for them to be saved. And if God so chooses to save some through, the, through what, our, what has been penned in this book, praise His glorious name. But that's not my main intention. My main intention is for this book to get out to those who have lost their way. To those who somehow, through the, the cares and the pressures of life, 
and the jumbledness of their minds, not understanding why this pressure and the temptation that besets them and befalls them, and, and the ones that are, are unable to find the grace to get through whatever they are faced with. And so they, what they do is they just give in to the situation, just like I did. This book is for them. And so I pray that you would use this as a means to bring God the glory, to glorify our beloved Savior. And I'll just uh, make it, it's quite easy to get it. Just, just log on to Amazon, go to the search bar, type in destroy and deliver, and the book will pop up there and you can then purchase it and then read it. Thanks, folks. That's, that's it. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for the support that you've given to this podcast. For those, who have you, those of you who have supported this podcast, it's truly valued. Let us lock hands. Let us remember what the Lord Jesus has done for those who belong to Him. Let us embrace the love of God. Let our lives be without hypocrisy. Let us find grace to get through whatever we need to get through. And above all things, let us remember that our, uh, it's not about our selfish wants, but it's about the will of God for our lives. So Father God, help us find that will, we pray, in and through the finished work of the cross, our beloved Savior. I'm loving you all in and through the finished work of Jesus Christ, my Lord. Thank you for listening. We've run our course. We've come to an end. Remember that the Lord Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. So let us remember to walk in faith. Let us, let us have our eyes fixed upon Him. And so until we meet again, I bid you a farewell and lots of blessings in and through His finished work. Thanks again. Tyron Arthur signing off. Cheers.